It has long been accepted that the agricultural and turf care machinery industry is too male-dominated, particularly on the technical and service side. It is quite common to see female engineers in construction, marine, aerospace, motorsport and so on. But when it comes to the agriturf industry, well then, the hen's teeth analogy is often used. But maybe things are about to change. This is Inside AgriTurf, and thank you for joining me. Now, recently, the Cross Industry Land Based Engineering Training and Education Committee, that's uh, LeTech, announced the winners of their technician for 2021. Of the three finalists who had to submit a video explaining their role, two were women. The runners-up were Lauren Savage, who works for Lister Wilder, and Chris Laidler of CNH Industrial. The overall winner was Laura Basnett, who works as a trainee technician for Ernest Doe at their Fifield branch, a car case franchise dealership. And I managed to catch up with Laura recently when she was having a break in Wales and spoke to her shortly after she had returned from climbing the Trifan or Trifan Peak in Sodonia. How did you get on? I I read and I've done my research that Trifan is the 15th highest peak in Britain. Uh, So did you did you conquer it? Okay. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I didn't know it was the fifteenth highest peak. Well, yes, the fifteenth no, or fourteenth, which whoever you like to believe. Oh no, I had no idea. Um, no, I just it's something I've always wanted to do because it's more of a scramble. Yeah. I like hiking a lot, but I thought I want to get a bit more into like the scrambling side of things, try and up my game in the rock climbing side of things. So I thought I'd give it a go. Um, and it was it was nice. It was a steady it was a steady incline, and then it went for quite um quite a bit of a steep scramble at the last bit i think overall it was about four hours to get to the top was it excellent i do read also i'm a font of uh, useless information but it's described as where hill climbing meets mountaineering so was that your experience today yes yes <laughs> there was a few um little sketchy bits and um especially being quite close to, i hate heights oh dear <laughs> yeah it wasn't a great um mix but um no, it's nice to sort of overcome those sort of fears, isn't it, and get over some challenges. Um, so yeah. I want to do more of that. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Look, um, so let's get on to the meat of this. And, and firstly, look, congratulations on winning that technician for uh, uh, 2021. Have you, have you had much feedback on that from anybody or everybody? Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, from um, Ernest Doe's, that the, the response I've received um, is lovely and, you know, it's it's honouring to have uh, been awarded that. Yeah, good. Um, and to promote the company in a way. Sure. And you know, the company, they took a massive gamble on me by taking me on. I knew nothing. I came from no background of agricultural engineering. And, you know, for Angus Doe to take me on, yeah. uh, purely out of my passion for the job, and then to have come back with this award, you know, it means it means the world to me. Well, congratulations, Gay. Now, you see, this is, could be a little bit of a banana skin interview as far as I'm concerned because um, I tend to be a little bit of old school and grew up in a in in a very male dominated uh, society um, but I'm absolutely you see there's no reason Laura why this 
uh, interview or no chat should be anything other than a chat with an agricultural machinery technician, you know, full stop. Uh, but uh, new recruits are how hard to attract into the industry. And women recruits, of course, are even harder. Hence uh, the interest in, in your story. So you, you said you had no background in agricultural engineering. So, so was there any career choices at, at school that triggered it or, or where did the trigger come from i think oh, I, I think it was back when i was in australia i spent a lot of time in australia and new zealand after school i um, i moved over there yeah. uh, i had a few friends that were working in the industry um over there and we i did a lot of corn carting ah. driving few, um, and being in you know, seeing my friends work in the industry they always be out on the road traveling fixing machinery and I think that was the light bulb moment for me uh, it was something I love the outdoors I love being outdoors and I love being hands-on and I love agriculture as such whether it's a farming show or my Yorkshire farm or anything like that yeah. it's always been an interest and I think that's what was the moment I thought you know this could potentially be a career I'd like to take but being yeah, that I was quite young back then. I was nineteen, twenty, and I never had the confidence to enter an industry or and embark on a career that I knew nothing about. But I think no. now that I'm older, I've travelled a bit, uh, I've met a lot of people around the world. You know, start a conversation up with anyone. I think having that, I then feel confident enough to go into an industry and not know nothing and just give it a go and just try. You know, give it my best shot. Uh, absolutely because obviously there are technical roles in in a lot of other sectors like the army the armed forces and construction and, and marine and automotive but uh, it was the agricultural side that hooked you was it yeah i think growing up in the country you know seeing the farmers out on the tractors um especially as a kid i always used to go and walk the dog and during harvest you'd hear the combines through the night and like I say, I love watching the farming shows online and everything and on yeah. telly. And I think that was just something that's always just been an attraction to me. And my friends being farmers themselves, working on farms, having the chance to sit in their tractors with them, just sort of sparked up an interest. And I thought, I'll, I'll give it, you know, it's something that's niggling away at me. I think I need to give it a go. And I think it was the best choice I've ever made. And so when you got back from Oz, uh, New Zealand, uh, what was the first step? How did you go about uh, get gaining a place in the industry? I thought because I don't have enough experience, you know, I, I have driven a few tractors and that, but not enough hands-on machinery experience. I thought the best bet would be to obtain some form of qualification to be shown that I'm serious for this for, for the you know to be taken seriously in the industry and so I did approach Reese College uh, to see if I can get onto one of their college courses obtain a qualification and then try and get my foot in the door that way yeah um, that was my thought process initially um, but I didn't realize now looking back in hindsight you know there is a lack of engineers in the industry and whether I needed to take that route or not or whether I should have just approached the dealership up front Hmm, um, interesting hmm. but it has you know it did help me it got my foot in the door it, it allowed um people to take me seriously and to show this is a passion that i really want to do and this is a career i really want to embark on um and so yeah if i had to take a few years out to study to make that point um then then that's the, that's what it is yeah and uh what qualifications did, did you need to get into reese heath I think it was just a few GCSEs as such. Mm. I'm not sure on the I can't to be honest because I can't remember the top no. of my head. So, but, so was this a full time course then, Laura, or a block release? Uh, how did it work? 
Yeah, it was a full-time course. It was a two-year course. Okay. Uh, However, you did have the option of a sandwich year in between uh, to work out in the industry work experience, which was optional. Um, And having no experience, that was the route I was going to take without a doubt because I don't feel I I wouldn't have been confident enough to have finished the two-year course and have gone out into industry. Um, So, yeah, I took the year out. Okay. And how was life at Reese's then? Uh, was it a good social life, obviously, probably, but uh, um, how did you get on with the rest of the students? Were you the only girl in the class, that particular class? Yeah, no, I was the only girl in my class. Uh, there was another girl in the year, but in my class, I was the only girl. Um, no, it was really good. Um, it was different, obviously, being a mature student. Yeah. I didn't quite think how different it would be to work and be in a cohort with a much younger group of people um especially young boys farming farming background <laughs> yes um so yeah that was interesting but i you know i'd like to think that they looked up to me in a way because i have traveled i've explored the world yeah. and i've worked in lots of different industries um but then again i needed them just as much as they need me you know they've had invaluable experience growing up on the farms with their dads and working Mm -hmm. on the tools which I never had and I really needed that um so I think we all sort of worked off each other really which was quite beneficial Uh, and so what what age were you when you were in that doing that particular class this was back in 2019 so I would have been 26 yeah okay and so most of the recruits on there would have been in their in their sort of late teens presumably would they yeah so there was a bit of an age gap yeah okay but nonetheless you've got this traveling experience and uh, i'm sure there are a lot of shared experiences that you you had together so uh, you could learn as you say off each other yeah which was you know it worked out for uh, for all of us really so at that time you'd already approached to doe had you so and they they'd offered you a place whilst you were at reese heath was that the way it worked um, yes, yeah, so part of the year out was to work in the industry. And so you had to uh, find a company or a dealership that would take you on. Um, and I approached Owners Doe saying, I've, you know, I can, can I take my year out with you? I need to complete um, X amount of work experience hours um, and then hopefully see if we can continue this on. Um, and they was all up for it. And you had a very positive experience in in talking with them and and chatting about the opportunities that might be within their company. Oh, yes, hugely, hugely. Um, You know, I think the the passion I had for it um, shone through and, um, and, you know, they took a, they did, but they did take a massive gamble on taking me on because I knew nothing. Um, But it it has, I'd like to think that it has paid off. Uh, And so uh, when you joined them sort of full time after Reese Heath, uh, what were your first jobs with, with the company? Uh, Were you working on tractors, machinery and and what sort of training, I mean, practical and technical training were you given on the, the case franchise, for instance? Well, I think to start off with, because I knew nothing, we went back to basics and I was put on working on lawnmowers, yeah. uh, stripping them down, getting familiar with um, the, the tools I'll be using, especially like because I had no idea about the sizing of spanners or anything like that or how tight to do, uh, you know, a bolt up, things like that. It was just going back to basics. So I worked on a lot of lawnmowers, stripping them down and such. Yeah. Um, and then I did a lot of shadowing with the um, other technicians, yeah. going out, meeting the customers, building a rapport up and not being hands on as such at first, uh, just getting comfortable um, and confident with the people I'll be working with. 
um, and the jobs that are being And how was your relationship, uh, Laura, with the other, the techies particularly? I mean, as opposed to your classmates at Reese Heath, they would have, they would have been older and obviously more experienced. And, and, and how did they accept you? Yeah, I think there, there was a lot of mutual respect there between us all. Um, Great. The more I put in, the more I seem to get out of it because I'm so passionate for it and I want to learn as much as I can with my time at Ernest Doe's. Everyone is on board just to help support me and give me as much knowledge and experience uh, possible. Uh, there's guys that have been there well over 30 years. Yeah. Um, and that experience and what they've come across is invaluable. Um, and it's, it's done my learning wonders. You mentioned within the video that you made for the competition, uh, the mentoring that you received. Uh, do you receive that uh, directly from immediate colleagues or within the do group altogether, or, or how does that uh, how does that work? Yeah, it really is with the uh, my immediate colleagues. Um, we, it's sort of depending on what jobs are coming in. Um, so if a certain job comes in, for example, if we've got an AdBlue problem, then we will then go on about the AdBlue system, discuss it. Um, diagrams will be shown to me. I'll be given information. I go home in the evenings. I research any information I find. I bring back, we question, have a debate and a talk about it. So there is structure there as such, but it's quite laid back, which is nice because it's a nice way of learning. That I am, however, they're open to the, the CNH courses online. So there is a structural progress path there for me as well which is great. And, and so far, what, what do you find the best part of your job? Are, are, there, are there sort of favourite things that you like doing and that you feel at ease with? At the moment, I'm really getting into the combine side of work. Mm -hmm. um, I love, I've been doing a lot of winter servicing. I love going out because you're always out on the farms. You're meeting the customers, building up rapport with them. Yeah. Yeah, and I just say I really enjoy working on combines at the moment, yeah. Is there any jo jobs that uh, are more challenging to, to you? I won't say what are the worst jobs, but uh, those that you <laughs> might struggle with. If anything, I'd say I'm, I'm not so up to scratch on my electrics on the slow side of things. And because of my experience and knowledge isn't um, as great as it could be at the moment because I'm only starting off I think you get fixated on an idea and you run with it and you get really tunnel vision yeah. and it can be something so simple as like a blown fuse so it's jobs like that that really frustrate me and that I find a challenge because you just need time to step back take five and rethink about you know you do know this and work through the steps accordingly yeah. Uh, and you mentioned customers just now. How are you accepted by customers? Uh, are they are they welcoming? Are they are they surprised when when you turn up, uh, even with somebody else? Yeah, I think initially um, there was a few customers that was quite surprised. Whether that was because I was a young female starting off, or because I wasn't from ag background, um, a lot of people would say like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" But I think now because they've got to know me, um, I've had positive feedback on my work. Good. And hopefully over time, I can install my confidence in them that, you know, I will be capable and competent enough to work on their machinery. Um, but, yeah, everyone has been really welcoming. Oh, great. And uh, in the last couple of years that you've been with Doe, are there any standout moments, moments of, of real pride that you found or funny moments, anything that comes to mind? I think what I find um, 
which is a really nice feeling is I do a lot of running and walking in the evenings and especially when you're out and about and you can see a tractor or a combine out in the fields that I've worked on that I've got back up and running through a harvest um, that is a real sense of achievement that yeah. um, I really you know uh, enjoy and you can connect with with that the the machine itself and the operation and the end result yeah and just to say hi to the local farmer how's it going um is everything all right you know that side of things is, um, and, and and round five field it's a fairly close-knit community is it so a lot of people know one another and so the yeah, news, news of your presence everyone. probably spreads yeah word travels fast chris trust <laughs> me <laughs> and, and what do your friends uh, think of your your job d- d- does it interest them and because maybe some of them are not involved in the industry uh, as you are yeah, I think at first they were quite surprised that I took a leap into a totally different career. Um, but they they know me and my character. I love to be outdoors. I love to be hands-on. And so this job just suits me to the T. But yeah, you know, I'm always come back covered in oil and grease. Um, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, I think they're just really chuffed that I found a job that I love um, and I've settled into. And, I, you know, this is a career path that I'm going to be taking now. And, and sometimes when people compare this industry with, uh, say, the automotive industry, which it, which it is often compared to, of course, this is uh, you, you are you get down and get dirty in all weathers in this industry, as opposed to working in a, a homogenized, clean workshop. Is that one of the attractions then, uh, Laura? Yeah, massively. <laughs> and that's why I can't see why no one wants to do it. I love being outdoors. And I think I don't mind getting a bit of dirt on me or grease in my hair or anything like that. I can yeah. see while it doesn't appeal to some people, but um, for me, that's what makes it more interesting. It's more of a challenge and a more sense of achievement when you overcome it. You get up from under the tractor, you're covered in God knows what, but you've yeah. managed to get back up and running. And look, it's early days, but but how do you see the future? Um, just working your way through up the uh, the, 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 the technician ladder? Yeah, so ideally, I'd like to be able to achieve my master technician at Doze. Um, So that's being certified in um, case um, makes and models of tractors and combines Um, and just gaining as much knowledge and experience throughout the process, really. And then just having that confidence to be able to attend a job um, and just turn up and be able to feel confident with your own abilities to fix that machine. Yeah. Um, ideally, but in my personal life, you know, I just want to get out more, do more outdoors stuff, you know, up my hiking, get back more into my fishing, um, just do a lot more exploring of the UK, really. Well, uh, Laura, you, you sound like somebody who um, it has that really that weight of gold is, is, is the willingness to learn and, and, and accept new challenges. So uh, how would you sell agricultural engineering to outsiders and i don't mean just to males uh, just a male or female how, how would you sell the life i think in your video you made you if i heard it right you uh, described it as fun filled would that be a, would that be a description yeah i would say it's fun fulfilling because each day is so varied and you don't know what you're going to be turning up to and i can't you know yes there are the common faults or problems that can occur but I haven't been in the industry long enough to have seen them reoccur. But, you know, to be outside, working outdoors, meeting the local farmers, giving yeah. back to the community, and also the skills that I have learned through, especially in fabrication, you know, welding, 
you can then apply all that back to your personal life at home you know like working on the car making things at home things like that um I think it's a skills can be learned in that play in that industry that you can take with you anywhere and I think that's invaluable well, look, Laura, I've really enjoyed this chat with you. Thank you very ever so much for, for for stopping by and 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 taking time to talk to me. And I firstly, obviously, wish you all the best in your future career, and 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 send my uh, congratulations to uh, to Doe Company for also um, uh, a very well respected family company that uh, that I've known over many years. And so uh, it, it would have been a little bit of a step into the unknown for them, but uh, full marks for them for taking that step. Uh, so I really enjoyed that and. And, and thank you very much for your time today, Laura. No, no, thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, great. Sir. And enjoy the rest of your break in Wales. Oh, I will do. Thank you, Chris. Take care. Bye. Bye. Now, there is a story of real enthusiasm from Laura, which, if you could bottle it, could do wonders for recruitment into the industry. But as she says, it is not for everybody. But on the other hand, for anyone who loves the outdoor life, is always up for a challenge, thrives on problem solving, it can be a really fulfilling career, whether or not you come from an agricultural background. Maybe the grass ceiling has not been broken yet, but perceived barriers are being taken down, and not before time. So if you have an interesting and unusual story to tell about your route into agriturf, do let me know. My contact details are on the Inside AgriTurf website. That's www.inside-agriturf.com. That's www.inside-agriturf.com. So I'm Chris Biddle. Thanks for joining me. And this is inside AgriTurf.